you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. I don't get it. Podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome to the I Don't Get It Podcast. Welcome. Wake up. All right, today's topic is kissing. You know why? Because that's where we ended off last week, talking about first kisses particularly and how awful I am at them. Not physically, but like... I don't think anyone's really good. Like, hey, I'm really good at first kisses, you know? I bet you some smooth-ass guys. Yeah, like, like, yeah, you grab the back of her head and you pull her in. Yeah, yeah. They know what they're doing. I'm sure guys are way better at it because they're the ones that are supposed to make the move. For us, we're supposed to wait for the move, which makes everything way more yeah, awkward. Yeah, right. That's what it is. So basically, to reiterate... I went on a really good date, or at least I thought it was really good. We'll see if anything ever really comes out of it um, a week ago. And call it the killer of the center console, but there's something about when your date drops you off at home, and then you have to like sit there awkwardly in the front seat being like, all right, am I going to grip the door handle and skedaddle out of here? Or am- like you also are probably also thinking, I wonder if they can't wait to get me out of their car. That's what I would think. Right. Like I don't want to sit there and linger. If, if they were like, I can't wait me. for this girl to get out of here. Right. So I always think it's just safe to leave and then like have the first kiss somewhere else. Am I wrong? Well, if you actually want the kiss, then you might as well linger. You might as well. All right. You guys know how I feel about this. I cannot confidently kiss someone if I have a huge boulder pimple on my face and I happen to break out usually on my chin. So that pimple will be all up in their grill if I were going to go in for a kiss. So to eliminate that, I use BioClarity. Your face is no place for weird, harsh chemicals. So BioClarity uses naturally calming and cleansing extracts, including green tea and chamomile. BioClarity cools and soothes the skin with cucumber and oatmeal kernel extracts. This is awesome because my face is always red and inflamed, so this eliminates all that redness. Love it. It is 100% vegan and cruelty-free for all you animal lovers out there like me. It's a three-step system. It cleanses, treats, and restores. It first comes with a foaming facial cleanser that removes dirt, oil, and environmental pollutants, and then it treats by penetrating pores and attacking bacteria to clear up your skin and then use the restorative gel to leave your skin feeling smooth and refreshed. Let BioClarity help you get the confidence to kiss the guy of your dreams. So go to BioClarity.com. My listeners will get their first month for only $9.95. That is $9.95 plus free shipping. That is a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter my code, and that code is GETIT, G-E-T-I-T. That's BioClarity.com. 
and enter my code G-E-T-I-T. Finally, an acne treatment that works without making my skin flake and red. Lauren never goes on dates. She goes on dates and then that guy becomes her boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) I go on dates and that guy becomes my boyfriend. That's usually what happens. Yeah. So she doesn't like (laughs) date. She like has gone on maybe like, I don't even think you've been on three proper dates in your life. Um, let me think. The cheater took you on a couple proper dates. I've been on three probably. Okay. But with how many guys? Three. Three different guys? Yeah. Okay, so what you consider your current yeah. bay? Yeah. Um, that was a real That was a real date, date that turned into a relationship. Except you didn't even buy anything at the restaurant. You left the second I we dropped bought you off. Wine. Oh, you did get a yeah. glass of wine? Okay, so we'll consider that a date. Yeah. Then there was the cheater date. Cheater date with a full fucking dinner. And then what? Like prom? And then the yucky, yucky guy who I gave a shot because I was really looking for a nice guy. Oh my God, where she had the allergic reaction. If you don't remember this, you can go and listen to episode... Was um, one? The embarrassing, oh. the embarrassing story episode. The embarrassing Did I talk episode. about that? I don't think I did. Oh my God. Well, do, would you like to reiterate that for our audience here? I was like, let me give this nice guy um, a chance. And he took me on like a real date and I got fish tacos. And after finishing my fish tacos, I realized I was allergic to mango and my lips were so swollen. It looked like Chris Kardashian in that episode where she got like a bee sting or whatever on her lip, but AK she got lip injections. Um, and my, eyes, my eyes were so eyelash. swollen. Both my eyelashes, like my falsies, were peeling off because they were so watery. They, they melted off my face. Also, if you're puffy and your eyelids are expanding, your, eyelid, kinda, your eyelashes, yeah, your eyelashes pop are off. like, poop. Yeah. So then I texted Ashley and I was like, dude, it, do I look puffy to you? He goes, yeah, I didn't really want to say anything. I didn't want to make you feel awkward. I go, I'm having a highly allergic reaction to this fucking fruit. So I texted <laughs> Ashley and I was like, are you still at the mall? I need to run home. So that wasn't proper date too. So okay, thought- you're right. Three proper dates. And then once they become your boyfriend, which is basically immediately, then Lauren doesn't go on any dates. <laughs> um... Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other proper dates. So Lauren, and anyway, the bottom line is Lauren doesn't commiserate with me on this like going on a date and then when do you kiss sort of thing, which I know is a theme that we've been talking about a lot on the podcast. But this week, I really actually wanted to kiss the guy, but I was so used to darting out of the car that I just darted. And I don't know. What do I do? Am I supposed to like look at him and like bat my eyes or something? Yeah, I think you are. Yeah, and just, like, leave that pause and sound awkward for a sec. Yeah, might as well. You have nothing to lose. You're already awkward all the time. No, but that's the thing. (laughs) When you aren't awkward, like, I wasn't awkward a smidge bit. Oh, a smidge bit. A smidge bit on that date. So I was like, I'm not going to ruin this by having an awkward moment now. So I'm going to, like, leave him with a good taste in his mouth. Um, Zero pun intended. And then just Uh. leave. So I did. But, like, I don't know. So, so that first just, kisses. That but do you remember weird. your first, first kiss? Uh, yeah, Lauren. Should I reveal to the audience how embarrassingly old I was? Yes. <laughs> okay, first. <laughs> I think I may have already accidentally revealed it. No, really? Yeah. I was fucking 19 years old, you guys. How embarrassing is that? It's okay. Um, I was at a burlesque club in New York City. Have you already talked about that. Did I? Yes, you yeah. did. Okay, you well, did. to reiterate to those who have not listened to the episode, burlesque club, I was 19, our friend owned the place. Um, this hairy rock star man, you know, he was in like an indie rock band. 
he like came over, started like grinding and thrusting his junk into me while like dirty dancing, and then he then proceeded to plunge he his tongue her. into me too, my 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 face. <laughs> um, and you but know, someone whatever, had I got to it, grab her. It got it over with, and I cried afterward, surprised. <laughs> Because I was like, that's not the way it's supposed to be. But then afterward, I just was thinking, you know, months later, I was like, well, I'm just glad that happened and got over with. And then I realized that he is pretty hot, too. So it's a pretty good, you know, overall experience. I can never say that I didn't get accidentally kissed by an ugly guy. Like, I'm not even sure how your first kiss would go if that didn't happen. Like, it would have been a lot. It would have been a lot more awkward because it would have been with the second guy that I ever kissed. Who's that? That was Alan the Marine. Oh my god! Yeah, and he was like a marine Barbie doll. Like yeah, he, he was, was something like out of a fantasy, out of Pearl Harbor. Oh, he <laughs> came straight out of Pearl Harbor. He looked—I'm not even kidding you guys. He looked well. He was probably too pretty for me now, but he was like plastic Barbie doll. Um, he had really good taste. He discovered it before everyone else did. Yeah, he knew he liked me when I was a little awkward. Yeah. And I got really scared by him. I was like, wait, this hawk guy likes me. Must run away. Also, he like put his hands on your pants a little too quickly. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like, I think that it was a little too quick, too. Did, wasn't he like grabbing my ass without... Yes, you were wearing a leotard and he couldn't get gain access. I remember this. Oh, my God. you blo- I blocked that out. Yeah, you were wearing said, a leotard. Right. He was... Within five minutes of making out, he goes... Does this like snap like at the bottom? And I was like, um, no, and that's a good thing. And then he said, why? And I was like, because you're not gonna get in there right now. Yeah, like even your fingers ain't getting in there, Mister Dirty Dirty. No, the second day I've ever knew Ew. him. No, God, college. Anyway, so Lauren's first kiss story is actually quite epic because it was with her celeb crush. Celeb crush, if you want to call him a celeb. Um. I think I may have said this one I think too. you may have said this, too. I did. God, we were already running out of things to talk about. Ooh. Well, Lauren's, Lauren's first kiss was her celebrity crush. She was 16. She almost barfed beforehand. I was Surprisingly, so she didn't nervous. barf in his mouth. And It's just like when you're thinking of what a kiss is going to be like, and then it's actually happening, you're just like, this is the moment I've been thinking about for 16 years. Right. How but, did you practice? Did you used to practice on your hand or your arm or something? I don't I think... Uh, I just watched a lot of movies. I remember in between, like, my first couple kisses and then, like, a dry spell, I was like, (laughs) I need to, like, practice on my arm or something. I mean, you can't really fuck it up unless you're, like, darting in and out. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think about using tongue at that point. My, like, long-term misogynistic boyfriend darted in and out, and I just, like, chose to not even Ew, acknowledge Lauren, it that's disgusting like but then and then swirly twirlies how did you like live like that for two years i don't know i must have been really fucked up i don't understand tongue that much like i like a little bit in there i've learned to appreciate with age a, a little goes a long way but i don't understand like where the product the tongue becomes the predominant actor actor in the kiss the predominant the dominant the dominant actor yeah you know like the main the cake the main cake no i don't get that it's all about the lips it's what the nerve endings it depends are, on people. who you're with really yeah um what was i gonna say oh. i have a kiss count it's funny i have this i'm embarrassing because most it's girls like, what's your number most girls have a what's your number 
you know, how many guys you've slept with. I have a list kiss of count. guys. I kiss count. <laughs> of guys I've made out with. I'm at 23 now. That's I remember reading so something in Cosmopolitan. You know I was like Cosmo or Glamour or something in high school that the average girl kisses 22 guys before she finds the guy that she's going to marry. But I think that that stat must have been taken in the 90s or something because I'm telling you, I think that most girls like kiss 50 before now. Isn't that crazy? You swapped spit with 50 people. You certainly, you got to have been like, you probably made out with at least 100 guys. I don't know. I really don't. What do you mean you don't know? Or you know you didn't? Or no, you don't know? I don't know. I mean, if you have 23. Exactly. I can't even believe I have 23. I don't believe it at all, actually. Uh, You can look at it. The list is on my phone. And the only one. Do you add it right after it happens? Do you add it like right when you come home from a date? No, I haven't added what's his name from like six weeks ago. And I, that's the only one on that list that I regret. No, that's not true. Cruise boy. Oh, there's a cruise boy. The one that almost raped me. That's right. Uh, I'm not even joking. That was sexual assault. Yeah, he, yeah, I Uh, I I felt bad for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was bad. I, I told Lauren, she walked in on us like making out, but he was like, legit had like all his body weight on me and i'm pretty sure it was just like i didn't know in the moment but you know when you have like a moment where it's just like all a bit intense and you're like wait i didn't even want that so in hindsight i was like i think that was sexual assault yeah if you kept saying could you get off of me stop like stop stop ow ow you're hurting me ow you're that's too hard and like all this stuff and then lauren walked in the room and i said hey lauren i was like i looked at her with pleading eyes I should have just vocalized it. Lauren, come in. Help. Yeah, I know. That's why I thought, like, if you were just looking at me, like, you were like, eh, this guy's kind of gross. Not like, <laughs> like, God, help me. Get off of me. Yeah, shit. Oh, well, well, that's dark. We didn't mean to take it to a dark place. You know, sometimes dark things happen. Doesn't always have to be fluffy puffies. You're right. So there's two guys on that list that I regret. How many, how many do you regret? Do you regret Probably any? half of them. <laughs> Probably half of them. What's the most you've made out with with one person in one day? Wait, what do you mean? How many guys at your high school parties, you would like, you'd like make out with three guys in one night? Yeah. A little sloshy. Maybe three. Gross. We don't need to speak about that. All right. Anyway, let's take a break and talk about something that can help you see whoever you're dating a little bit better. Hubble contacts. So I don't know about you, but if you're like me, I wear my contacts sometimes to the point where they split in my eye. And I, I think that's probably a bad sign. Are you tired of overpaying for uncomfortable contact lenses that sometimes split in your eye like me? Or do you overwear your contact lenses to save money? Also guilty. Well, what if I told you that you can get a fresh pair of lenses for every single day for less? 60 contacts for $30. Do the math. That's $1 a day. I think you can spare that. This is half the price of other brands. Go to HubbleContacts.com to get your first two weeks for free. They are quality daily lenses for half the price of the other guys. Getting contacts have never been this convenient and affordable. No more overpaying, no more overwearing, and they've been featured in reliable magazines such as Vogue, GQ, TechCrunch, Mashable. I trust it if it's in Vogue, right? So go to HubbleContacts.com to get your first two weeks of lenses for free. That is 15 pairs for free. You really can't beat this deal. Hubble is offering my listeners two weeks of free contacts. So go to HubbleContacts.com and get 2020 vision for half the price. That's Hubble, H-U-B-B-L-E, Contacts.com. We are going to be joined by somebody who's well known on TV for kissing, whether that is 
taking a long time to kiss someone or kissing, um, a lot. kissing three people in one day. Yeah. He and became, the Nick Vial voice. It's, you know, it's three not Nick Vial, but yeah. it is and Wells the, Adams. Wells who Adams. does a great Nick Vial impersonation. Well, let's welcome him on. All right. All right, you guys ready for this? <laughs> Edgar says, River Wells. All right, let's get Wells on the line. All right, Wells. Well, welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. Have you ever even listened to one of my podcasts? I listened to the first one. I have to be honest with you. You did, and then I... you stopped because we didn't hook you. <laughs> um, I, I can't remember the exact reason as to why I st- I thought it was good. I did think it was good. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, it was rough. It was the first one. I also think that, like, I'm probably not your core demo. You're speaking to a lot of, like, women who are also, like, trying to figure out what is going on with, like, their love life. And it was kind of hard for me to relate, if that makes any sense. It does make sense. You're um, more apt for that Jared podcast that he wants to come up with where the guys give the girls the actual knowledge that they need. Yeah. I, I know. Jared and I talked about it, actually, and, and it's a good idea. It's a really good idea. All right, well, let's get on to the topic. So long story short, every week is kind of like Seinfeld or Sex in the City where something happens during the week and then I'm like, oh, well, that's a theme because I have a lot to say about that and I wouldn't have even thought about it had this experience not happened. So I was on a really good first date with a guy that I've like known for a little bit. And at the end of the night, totally thrown off because he didn't kiss me and it was that awkward center console got in the way but like he only went uh, he did not go the full 90 10 you know like in hitch we're taught as women that we only go 10 percent, and he has to go 90 right is this correct is this accurate you think that we should live by this rule uh i I, i've never heard of it but i i understand what you're saying um Wait, hold on though. But when he when he went to like embrace you goodbye, did he kiss you on the cheek? No. Okay. So get this. It was all so awkward that like I guess I'm so used to just bolting because I don't want to touch the guy at all. That like I am all prepared with my hand on the doorknob, ready to go. And mm-hmm. I just kind of said, "All right, well, that was fun. Good night," and like bolted. And he didn't even. We didn't even hug. I mean, that's a horror. This is probably a horrible sign, but. Well, so you made it kind of awkward for him. Like, I you think didn't I give did. Him, yeah, you, you got to give him, I, I, I will say like the 90-10, but you got to give him the 10% of like the doe eyes or like the, you know, you need the awkward pause All right. for a couple of seconds to, 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 for the guy to make the move in for the kiss, you know? All right, thank you. This is what everybody is telling me. They're like, you didn't give him the pause. Like, you bolted, and he needs that beat where he just has to, like, look at you awkwardly. You apparently need to embrace that awkward moment beforehand, right? I think you do. I think you have to... See, like, you freaked out, but I think you have to embrace (laughs) it. And because, I don't know, the great... great like moments of your life happen in those like really weird, awkward moments anyways. So I think that you have to, uh, yeah, do that. But, but also like, I don't think it's super weird that he didn't, he didn't kiss you in the first day. I mean, I, I never like to make out with someone on the first date. I wouldn't normally either. It's just because I've known him for a while, even though that was the first real date. Have you guys like drunkenly made out beforehand? No, 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 no. I hadn't oh, seen okay. him in months, 
but there was like the smallest bit of flirtation like in early fall. So it wasn't a stranger. It wasn't in that sense. Does he know this podcast exists? The the amount of shit talking I do on guys and all their date mistakes is unbelievable. Yeah, he knows the podcast exists. I highly doubt he'll he'll listen. And if he does, then whatever. Then he gets you know the info he needs from it. That's true. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, can, I feel like he should listen to this one so he knows that like you are game for a makeout sesh date too. <laughs> so speaking of hesitation, even though I know why you didn't kiss JoJo right away. The the listening audience needs to know your explanation. Wait, hold on. Why do you think I didn't kiss JoJo right away? I'm pretty sure you told me this on your first date. You were just like, um, I just wouldn't have normally kissed someone when they were like on a group date with 10 other guys and they were all sharing her. I just wanted to wait until my one-on-one. Yeah, I mean, like, like group dates in that world, I don't... I think the word date in it is misleading. It's <laughs> like it's like a it's a it's like a community hangout totally. really than a date, yes. you know? Yeah. So I I mean I was like the king of the freaking group date. I went on every single group date save one and the only reason why I didn't go on that one is because I went on the one bef- the day beforehand. Um so I always just kind of like assumed the group date time was to like get to know the person a little bit better and then like the one-on-one time was when I could like make out with her so I guess I played that wrong but I I I don't know that's just I don't think you played that wrong at all I don't think it's normal to be kissing someone when you know 10 minutes earlier they were kissing somebody else like that's bizarre how many how many like family bachelor family germs are in like all of us have had – we've all kissed each other uh, indirectly. Yeah, we're all like weird like I, – I, not really Eskimo brothers and sisters, but like we're make-out Eskimo brothers and sisters for sure. There's definitely- it was so gross. It was so gross on my season. Everyone got sick because we were all making out with the same person and like vis-a-vis making out with each other, you know, like in a roundabout way. And it was really funny because I – I was, I got sick too, and I remember being so annoyed because I was like, I'm not even getting to make out with this person. I'm still getting sick. What's happening here? Like, <laughs> at least right. you guys are reaping the benefit of getting to like play tonsil hockey with this smoke show, but over me over here, I'm just sick for like no good reason. Oh my gosh! Well, we each have one degree of separation from somebody you know that we've kissed because I can't think of one person where there isn't a common denominator. Can you? Unless you go there, seasons back. I mean, yeah, there's there's always a weird common denominator. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, and then, like, well, I mean, shoot, like, you and I made out in paradise, so that, that like, puts me into, like, the Chris Souls world, right? right? That puts you into yeah. the Chris Souls world. So that takes you a season back. So not yeah. only do you have from Ben season, but you also have Chris Souls season, as I have JoJo season and I have Caitlyn season. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. Do you feel comfortable sharing your Danielle M story and how you dated her once? I have known her for years. Like we're in the same crew of friends. Um and we yeah, yeah, we did go we went on one date. Um but I don't even know if she would consider that a date. 
we went to see like a like a band play at this place called the basement and and I think I thought that she wasn't like super into it and I also like because she's part of our of my crew it was like man I don't know if I want to like make the crew weird and mm-hmm. have that weird you know um so anyways um I love, but she's like one of my closest friends in this town. When when I found out she was going to be on the show, it was really funny and interesting because um, it was like, I can't escape this world. Yeah, that's too weird. Well, for me personally, I couldn't imagine you guys together. So I think that's really weird that people ship it. I think that you guys are completely different. Yeah, she's Have like a super sweet. Have you made out with sweet. her since and added to your list? <laughs> I've never made out with, with Danielle Maltby, never. Okay, okay. <laughs> Added to my list. I have a list of six girls from uh, that I know that you've made out with from the oh, God. family. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, is, I have three and you have six. So, you were the bachelor in, you were the bachelor in paradise. That's true, I was. I went from not kissing anyone to kissing everyone. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. How was it kissing multiple people in one night? Because there was one night where you kissed three girls, and it's a little weird to think, to think that I shared you with them. No, I kissed two girls in one night. No, it was Shoshana, and then you went on to kiss Jamie, and then you kissed me all in the same night. No, no, no. Yeah, you I... came back from the Shoshana date. Oh, was it all... no. Was it all the same? You, it was all the same 12 hours. <laughs> Gross. Um, I know. I, um, you know, it's funny. Like, I, I'll tell that story because it's, it's funny. I remember, um, <clears throat> like, you and I made out that first night, and then I went on the Jamie date. Mm-hmm. And um, there I was, remember there was saying, a rose ceremony in between, so we had two yeah. wonderful days together. Wells, yeah, I know <laughs> uh, they were glorious. They were magical. Yeah, um, I remember telling. I remember producers were like, "Hey, this girl's going to come in, and she wants um, to, she wants to go on a date with you." And I was like, "That's all well and good, but I, I don't want to make out with anyone. Like, I've, I've reached my kiss quota. Aww. Like, I." I th- I think like I I'm I'm starting to feel like I'm the man whore here, and that makes me feel kind of awkward, and that's not really my st- my style. Um, and so I was very much like drawing a hard line, being like I'm not going to do it. And then I remember she definitely like she came in for the kiss. Yeah. And and that's when I was like, all right, well my rule didn't last very long, very long. <laughs> so you're like, as mine as well, just do it a third time. No, I only I only made out with her on the beach during the date. Oh, Shoshana, like, she also kind yeah. of went in for it too. That's what I'm saying. The Shoshana went for it. Oh, but what about Jamie? Did she go in for it too? No, I mean, like, shoot, man, we were. Oh, we that's were, right. That was a peer pressure. That was a producer pressure one. 
No, I I mean it was a really cool experience because like, we went we went and jumped off the waterfall and they didn't show up but they brought this like big platter of like tacos out and um it was just like like a very romantic setting and like I, I felt okay with that we had like a really good night I, I felt okay with that one but like I remember being like I, I'm not making out with a third person um, and then they even tried to get me to like steal. Lauren away from uh, Brett, and I was like, "No way, dude! I'm done with all this. This needs to stop." Now. That is craziness. Uh, they yeah. didn't show our first kiss the way it really was. Um, I, I, know. I know. I remember that. I thought it was really cute the way it was. I don't know why they switched it up. So what happened for all you listening is that we were asking each other questions back and forth, and you know, normally you wouldn't just be interviewing each other, but on The Bachelor, on dates, they really want us to cover a certain certain topics. So we were asking each other questions back and forth, and I was like, well, I don't have any other questions. Do you have any questions for me? And then you said... I said, you, you asked if I had any questions for you, and I said, yeah, I have one question. Is it okay if I kiss you? Yeah, it was so cute. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I remember we so we made out like at the, the the table, which by the way, like we're the only couple that's ever like gotten to eat at an actual date, right? Like that's right. like one of our big claims to fame. Right. And then I remember we got up and um and then we walked down the street to go get back in the cars and we we kissed again, like underneath the uh, like the streetlights. Yeah, I don't know if that was that, that wasn't was in on. there. Yeah, but I remember that happening for sure. I have a cute picture of that. <laughs> it's so creepy that I have this. <laughs> uh, Naz sent it to me when I got home from Paradise because she had screenshot um, the camera. You know the whatever they're called, where they you know the TVs that they have the projectors. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's kind of cute. Um, all right. So those were all great magical kiss stories. Do you have any nightmare kiss stories? Um, I'm trying to think. I shared mine. I shared mine earlier in a podcast. It was just basically a tablespoon of saliva and, and a tongue all the way to my tonsils. Yeah. Like, um, okay. So I don't like it. Like Ashley, you are you are a good kisser, but there are some there are some people out there that like use their tongue as a spear, and and that's kind of weird. I don't know if you've ever come across a a tongue spearer person. I've never had a spearer. Oh man, it's it's a it's a weird. Yeah, I can't. I'm not into that. Um, I don't know, man. I've, I've. for the most part, like I'm, I'm now at an age where like the most of the people that I make out with have like made out a few times, so they know like what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So other than the the pointy tongue, there's just really not that that not that much to be scared of. Yeah. If you have a thin upper lip, that's oh, never good. God, that's horrible. I mean, hence you know my problem on The Bachelor, kind of looking. I was making out with Chris's nose. Yeah, sorry, my dog's now howling. Carl, stop it. <laughs> Carl hey. also doesn't like thin upper lips. Yeah, you're one of the few people that have met Carl, actually. Oh, yeah, really? I'm one of the few people? You don't let Carl meet a lot of people? Um, 
I don't bring them around a lot, you know, like, I don't know. Carl is, he's also very important to me. And like, you know how, like, you don't want to like introduce like your family or your, 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 your parents to like someone you're dating because that means something. Um, that's the way that I feel with Carl. Like you have to be kind of special in my life to like get to meet like my best friend, you know? Oh, well that is really, really cute. And I makes you feel honored, but also Carl really didn't like me. He was pushing me off like every piece of furniture in your house. <laughs> well, that, that that's him liking you. He's just like kind of, he's very protective of me as well. You know, he's like, why are you touching dad? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> exactly yes all right well a couple more questions um all right. what's the best body part to kiss that's not your mouth you personally like if i'm doing it to someone else or vice or versa doing it to me both ways um i really like to i think i think it's both i really like to suck on like someone's earlobe or mm-hmm. kiss on someone's earlobe and then the same thing back too okay uh, for all the ladies out there listening and fan bo- and fangirling over Wells. Well, do you like that? I mean, I, I assume everyone's into that. Yeah, I think everybody. I think that's pretty much uh, probably 75% of people's second favorite place to be kissed, right? Yeah, that and like the neck is nice, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Tell me the story of your first kiss. Oh, man. Uh, it was Maggie Finnegan in... Third grade. Third grade doesn't count. That's like me counting my ki- my kindergarten crush. I don't know. My me and Maggie kiss. Finnegan. Me and Maggie Finnegan. Um, we were pretty like scientific about it. We made a <laughs> kissing chart, and we would chart every time we kissed. Oh, okay, and that counts. You're right. Yeah, we made like a tally. It was a big thing. Uh, she was a, she was a cutie, but like my first like real make out. I don't I don't even remember. I don't even re- I think it was Arletta Anderson in like se- seventh or eighth grade. How can you where- not remember? I don't know. Like, um, I, I think like the ones that like, like I remember losing my virginity pretty vividly, but like the first kiss thing, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think it was Arletta Anderson. I think I copped a feel at like, at like Christina Saunders, like uh, birthday party. We're getting like, first and tub. last names here. I don't know, but isn't that how you like identify your high school friends by like first and last name when you're talking about them to like other high school friends? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but did you? So you took a break though between Megan and then seventh or eighth grade because you were like, oh wait, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. No, I think you're right. Like like the Maggie Finnegan thing in third grade was just like pecking, and then I think I went through pu- or I started to go through puberty in like seventh grade, and like really wanting to like do French kissing stuff. <laughs> you know? are the cutest kid. I like going back in your Instagram. If you guys go and look at Wells's Throwback Thursdays, he was like the <laughs> hot kid in middle school. You know it. Yeah, I was also the troublemaker too. I yeah, was. It's all over always. Your face. Yeah, I was always in trouble, man. Always. You want to tell us the losing virginity story? Those are always really interesting to me since I haven't had that story yet. <laughs> um, sure. Okay. Uh, it's really funny. It was a girl that lived down the street from How me. old are you? I am probably in... I am in high school. I'm in like I'm like a 
maybe it's maybe a junior in high school or a sophomore in high school. Okay. Um, she was, I think she was a year younger than me. This is the one time I won't say her full name. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> um, she lived on the street from me and we, it was, it's so like freaking Dawson's Creek style. Like I used to go, like uh, I lived on a golf course and I'd walk like up the fairway and like sneak into her room at night and we would like make out and stuff. And then, um, and then when I was in high school, I lived, uh, I lived like over the garage in the guest house for a couple of years because my parents were going through a divorce. And I remember her coming over and she had already lost her virginity. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then she, she took my V card. And I remember I, freaked out afterwards and like took a shower I, I, I was I was like sure I had AIDS at yeah. that point you know like oh yeah because that's know. what they're teaching you in school oh yeah I was like oh I, I she's pregnant and I have AIDS now <laughs> this is great they really make AIDS seem like the scariest thing that could ever happen to you which is probably a good thing but definitely like you don't think about any other disease when you are learning about that stuff in health class you're like that's the worst and I really wish like looking back I don't know if if it's like younger like high school kids listen to this show but like I know this is gonna be crazy to say especially if there's like some like 16 year old guy listening but I really wish I hadn't I I wish I had waited to like my next real serious girlfriend because I remember it was like really really important it was really important thing for her when we like you know had Mm -hmm. sex the first time and I wish I was able to be like this is also my first time you know and uh so yeah I I I kind of I regret like it being so cheap if that makes any sense oh well it was in 90s movie fashion though what a teen movie I know, man. Oh, dude, there was one. I remember I snuck over there and I was having a slumber party, and all my freaking <laughs> asshole friends walked down there after I had snuck into the room and started throwing rocks on her roof to wake her dad up. And I remember the dad woke up, and I had to hide underneath the bed. And she had to be like, nothing's going on, Dad. And then I had to jump out the window and run away. It was crazy. Oh, my God. That's a great little add-on to the story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a – that was a – yeah. I was – I'm lucky I didn't get, like, shot by that guy. Seriously. So you just hit under the bed? I, I don't even think – so she had, like, her bed, like, kind of, like, up against, like, the side of the bed up against the wall, as I mm-hmm. recall. So you crawled as close to the corner as you could. Yeah, I think I, think I kind of rolled into the corner of the bed, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, totally. And, like, Very smart. Yeah, I think that's what I did, yeah. Or I might have gotten in the closet. I don't know, man. This, you know, think of, if you think about it now, it's, you know, six, it 17 years ago, 16 years ago. Oh, you're so old. Um, I know. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> you are very young looking, almost 33 year old. I know. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Uh, I texted Wells for the first time on his birthday, his 32nd birthday. You know, what's funny, guys, is that you know how Samantha and Joe got in so much trouble during Paradise One. I'm pretty sure there's not one Paradise couple that didn't talk beforehand this time around. I remember you texting me and I was like responding back and you were like, we need to not talk so much. You were going to be like Samantha and Joe. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck that is, but um, okay. Oh, that's <laughs> like, so true. <laughs> that is what you said. He was texting me. It was, he was texting me like at four o'clock AM his time. And um, I was like, why is this guy up right now? And then I found out later it was your birthday and that, yeah. and that you had hung out with, Carly earlier that night. Yeah, I had hung out with Carly. You were really uh, getting in your paradise like connections that day. No, to be fair, like Carly and I, it was um well, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to do paradise. So we went out. I'd met her like that weekend before, and then we went out and it was a lot of like, should I do this? I'm not really I'm not really familiar with the show and I wasn't really familiar with who she was and um so yeah, but I we I was out late that night and I remember you texting me and I was like, Who is this Kardashian wannabe texting me right now? Wait, did you look me up once I texted you? I was told by someone that you were interested in me beforehand. Oh, I don't remember who it was. I'm pretty sure that was I was not spreading any rumors or anything, but I'm pretty sure that was Lindsay, the producer, who was texting me while you were still filming JoJo season. And she was like, there's this guy, Wells, and I really think that you're going to like him a lot. And so then I looked you up and I was like, wait a second. I looked at all Reality Steve's uh, contestants and all like the – spoiler pictures he had and i was like that's the only guy i think is hot from this Aside from maybe luke i thought was hot too but i was like wells is definitely most my type yeah um yeah i remember Lindsay left early i remember Lindsay leaving early in, in my season to go start working on paradise and like the last thing right i so- remember her t- telling me was like get ready for mexico and i was like Bitch, how do you know I'm not going to be engaged by then? Like that was a, that was a very good. I remember being like, "Oh, okay. Well, I have no shot at this. Good to know." <laughs> yeah, Lindsay was already doing her paradise scheming at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of paradise, I do believe that you will do it again. Um, if you had to pick, I'm not going to have you pick who you would like want to be with in paradise this season. Because that would be like a little too obvious. But if you had to pick between Danielle L, Christina, and Raven, who would you be going after? I will say Christina in this answer. Um, she's the only one that I think of, has like consistently looked like really good mm-hmm. on TV. Like, and it's so funny because that's not her first language, and she like. English is in her first language and she like is able to speak eloquently about like such a shitty situation she had like growing up and I don't know she's always like in women till all I thought everyone looked horrible not like in not in like looks but like not physically but like everyone just looked petty and bitter and you know and like the only one that came across is like genuine and nice was Christina so I would say Christina she seems like she's got kind of like a lot of layers to her. Okay, I think Christina's definitely going to be a favorite amongst the men in paradise. And what about Liz? Because I feel like you and Liz could get along. I know you've met her. Yeah. um, 
I don't know. Yeah, we met. We met when we were in Kansas City for the Jaden Tanner's um, like event thing. <laughs> she seems cool enough. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel I kind of feel bad for her because she got kind of a she got put into a crappy situation, um, and then she probably just didn't play things very well in terms of like I don't know her and Nick situation. But I don't know. She seems nice enough. I'm not sure if she's like really my type though. What's your type? Um, I like... <laughs> you know what my type is? I don't know. Song. I like um, brunette, big eyebrows, um, and I need someone to be, like, witty and funny and, like, can, like, I don't know, check me on my shit. Because I am, you know better than most that like I am a loud mouth and I need to be kind of like put in check every once in a while. Okay. Did you throw in big eyebrows there for me? Or do you just happen to like big eyebrows? I love big eyebrows. Wow. That's so crazy. Like, yeah. Like Lily Collins. Yeah. Uh, I'm all, I don't know. It's, that's a weird thing, but I'm like super into it. I had no idea. I would have felt great walking when you've walked into paradise. Had I known that. I know. Yeah. Should have, you should have texted me that at four in the morning on my birthday last year, and I would have told you. <laughs> I would have said, I have big eyebrows. <laughs> we'll get along splendidly. Well, the thing is, I used to get super bullied during middle school for my huge eyebrows, but who would have known that it would have been a signature look and that my brows would be on fleek in 2017 and that Wells would think that they were hot? Yeah, there you go. I got big eyebrows. Carl the Bloodhound has big eyebrows. I think it's a good thing. <laughs> okay, Wells, we share all our embarrassing and awkward dating stories here on the I Don't Get It podcast. Do you have an awkward or just hilariously odd, offbeat dating story that you like to share? Yeah, I've got – okay, I've got two. Okay. You could tell both. Um, We've got time. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the first one was – <laughs> this is like my this is a girl I was dating for like a long long time before I ever went on TV and um and we were <clears throat> we were driving to her her parents house for Thanksgiving and which was like in Missouri really far away so uh we stopped at a gas station and she was um she was like well endowed in the chest region mm-hmm. she had big boobs yeah. so she came out of the gas station and got back in the car and she's like, the weirdest thing just happened. This woman in the, in the gas station bathroom commented on how great my, my boobs looked. And, <laughs> and she was like, I feel really uncomfortable. And I was like, what's, what's weird about that? I think that's great. You know, like she's giving you a compliment. And I was like, guys do that all the time in the men's bathroom. And so she was like, wait, they compliment. What do they compliment? And I was like, you know, when you, when you go to the urinal, they'll like look over the uh, medium and be like, oh, you know, and she'll be like, they'll say like, nice dick. Wait, you're totally like, joking, right? <laughs> See, this is why I love this story. Okay. So, so she's like, so the, what do they say? Like, nice, nice dick. And I'm like, no, 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 no. They actually comment more on the, on your balls. Uh, Cause like when you're on like a long road trip, you'll like, you'll like pull out your, your balls too to like air them out a little bit. You've got to be um, kidding me. And, 
<laughs> and she was like, that's the weirdest thing in the world. And I was like, yeah, I know. So that's like not that big of a deal. And she was like saying that your boobs looked great. Like that's, that's better than like your, you have great balls. And so like that was the end of the conversation. And then like fast forward like a couple maybe like a year or two we were at like a christmas dinner with their family and and her dad was was like having a conversation with the whole family and um and i remember my ex was like all right yeah you know that's weird but it's not half as weird as guys pulling their balls out at the <laughs> gas station to air them out oh my and gosh. and so of course the dad's like what the fuck are you talking about? And I realized that I had forgotten to tell her that I was messing with the, the, the entire time. Uh, and then, so then all of a sudden I had to like explain, cause then my girlfriend was at the time was like, Wells pulls out his ball. Oh <laughs> my gosh. This is amazing. <laughs> so I had to tell the dad, I'd be like, I was just messing. I was like making this story up. Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed. Da, 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 da. Uh, anyway, so that's really funny. I think really my funny. dad would have appreciated that story. I think my dad would have gotten a kick out of that. That's the kind of thing he'd make up, but then say, never yeah. tell your mother that I said that. Yeah. I just made the mistake of like not being like, oh, I'm kidding. You know, I, I, I kind of like, li- I lived with it for a while. Like I, I wanted like to let the joke set in and then, then I just think I forgot about it. And then she just obviously never forgot about it. So that's a good, um, rule of thumb to all the guys listening out there. Women never forget anything. Especially crazy, weird ball stories. Uh, <laughs> the, the second one is the one that just happened to me this weekend. Um, I have like – we do like game night at my house. We play like board games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the girl that uh, I have been talking to a little bit came over and um, – you know, you know the game. It's like I think it's called Speak Out. It's like that you put that finger out and then you can't oh, really yeah, talk. Yeah. So um, we were all playing, and so we start doing it. And the girl that I had been talking to would not. <laughs> now play it's past spe- tense. You now yeah, you exactly. were talking to her. Yes, that was. A, I'm glad that you picked up on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she wouldn't do it, and. It re- and the reason why she wouldn't do it is because she was she was like I'm gonna look stupid I'm gonna look like an, you know it's it's obviously it doesn't make you look good it makes you look like an idiot yeah and I thought it was the most unattractive thing I have ever seen that she wouldn't like take herself not too seriously and just have fun with it that is such and, a turnoff I yeah, can't like, stand it when girls are like that the guys hate yeah. it. If there's one thing I know, I know that I should make fun of myself in front of guys and just be as weird as you naturally are. Totally. Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Like, like it was so aggravating to me that she didn't want to play. So anyways, yeah, that you're right in picking up the past tense thing because that was not cool. So anyways, when, I don't know, I feel like that's a good, like, I don't get it story. Yeah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Um, Well, I want to go back to what you were just talking about, about balls and guys looking at each other's 
packages. In the yeah. bachelor house, a lot of the guys are super open about walking around and showering and showering and stuff in front of each other. Um, is there anybody that you'd like to give a compliment towards? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, see, I I never found that to be true. Your your statement right there. I don't ever remember guys walking around with their their cock and balls. Oh, freely. really? Because Caitlyn's mm-hmm. season was apparently very open with it. It's no. like a locker room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was not the case. And I also lived in in the master, so that means we all had the big bathroom. I never saw that, but I did have. Um, have I ever told you the? Um, I'm sure I did the the doo doo bandit story. Uh, yes, you certainly have. I don't remember the specifics, the specifics, but I do know that I've heard the title of its story of the story before. Yeah, so like on my season, we weren't walking around showing off our our Wang Chung, but there was a weird thing that happened where, and I was the discoverer of the doo doo bandits. So I remember waking up. One Please don't tell really me this early. has something to do with somebody not flushing. Yes, it does. Oh, gross! Should I not tell a story? No, please do. So I remember waking up one morning early in the, the mansion, um, and because I, I was still doing, I was doing morning shows a lot then. So I was like, I was the guy that was like up at like six in the morning every day in the mansion. Gross. So um, I know. So I remember getting up and I went to go to the bathroom, and it was weird because like the toilet, not the seat, but the lid was down, which is a weird thing in a house full of twenty six dudes sleeping. Yeah or 18, whatever it was. Um, and so I was like, wow, that's weird. So I remember lifting up the toilet seat and there was a, a huge log in there. Ew. But, but the weird thing was, is that there was no toilet paper, like in the water. <laughs> oh God, I'm going to barf. Yes. <laughs> and so I remember thinking to myself, <laughs> Oh no, seriously, oh my, I'll start dry heaving. Continue. I remember, th- I remember thinking to myself, all right, there's someone here that is a he's did one of two things one he pooped and then he like doesn't wipe his own ass which that's weird and he's just walking around with like swamp butt all day Ew. or this person he dropped a load and then like duck walked over to the other bathroom that you remember the mansion it was like i mean it was like a 30 yard walk yeah either way it was super weird. And I, so I was like, there's some guy here that's like not wiping his ass, like trying to mess with all the guys in the master bathroom. And every new place we traveled to. So we went to, we went to, um, uh, Pennsylvania or we went to, we went to Pittsburgh next. Um, and so I, you, you, someone would come across a doo-doo with no toilet paper and then in Uruguay and then in Argentina. So there was some, there was some doo-doo bandit that was just like terrorizing us and we never could figure out who it was. And like, I, for, for one kind of thought it was like uh, a princess bride, uh, dread pirate Robert situation where like <laughs> there would be like someone who would like not get a rose one, like rose ceremony and then like pass it on like last second, like in a hug goodbye, being like, <laughs> Hey, I'm the doo-doo bandit. Like avenge me. Keep doing it. Uh, cause like it kept happening. Like, uh, unless it was like Jordan or, or like, you know, someone that like went really far, which I, I can't imagine that. I mean, maybe it was Jojo for all I know. And she was like sneaking in and doo-doo banditing us. But anyways, that was, was the, the weird same story. looking poop each time. Um, I, I don't remember that. I just remember that there were poops with no 
toilet paper in the water. It was just very weird. Very so it, weird. It obviously became a joke for whoever was taking the dump. Yes, like it became a thing. Like okay. I think that I think that like I, I also like I, I probably had a hand in like creating the doo doo bandit because oh, totally. I w- would tell the story so like energetically mm-hmm. that like it became a funny thing that we would talk about. And then I'm sure I, here's what I really think happened. I think someone went doo doos and then they got right into the shower. But like I don't roll that oh, way. Oh no, I, that they, is repulsive. You do not yeah. get clean that way. Exactly. I think that's how it started. Like that Ew. was the genesis of it, and then someone started just doo doo banditing it for fun. Do you know who I bet you it was? Who I bet you, you it was? was producer Todd. One, I know Todd. Poops. <laughs> Todd poops twice a day. He's like pretty open with me during our first meeting in the hotel before uh, my first season of The Bachelor. I asked him. I go, "How many bathrooms are there in the mansion? And is there a way that I can get privacy when I have to, you know, go poop?" And he was like, oh, yeah, don't worry. There are certain bathrooms that are more private than the others. And then he just, like, went on about his whole his whole daily pooping. Just, like, his life. And he gets very excited when he poops. He feels very accomplished. He's the kind of guy that would wear a shirt that said, I poop today, yay. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. I think we need to embrace our PMs, guys. Um, I'm going to share a little bit of a story that, oh, God, if she were to ever hear this, and it's going to get out there, but I think it's worth it. I'm just going to, yeah. Okay. Britt, you know, Britt of Caitlin and Britt, the dual bachelorettes. Yeah. Britt of my crystal season. She was notorious in our house for being really open about bathroom stuff. So there was, like, one time where Jade was brushing her teeth and she just popped right next to her and started shitting. Oh, my God. While she was not even two feet away from her, brushing her teeth. How disgusting is that? And then there were other times where she'd be in the bedroom and she'd be totally naked. And then she'd pull a tampon out right oh. in the bedroom in front of a girl. Okay. So, Yeah. That's it. You, you, you took it to a different level. I know. That really turns every guy off from, <laughs> from Britt. If, if the guys had known that, the vote would be in 100% Caitlin's favor. But Britt is a super great girl. She's just uh, also a, a hippie. So I guess that's normal in hippie culture. Well, I'm sure. I wonder if, if Brady knew this. Because didn't Brady like follow her? Yeah. Well, yeah. you're friends with Brady now. You should ask I him know. sometime if, yeah. if hey, she was Brady. really open with tampon use. Hey, Brady, you ever uh, be brushing your teeth and then all of a sudden she just started taking a crap in front of you? Has that ever happened? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't brush my teeth if somebody took a poop in that, that bathroom within an hour of me brushing my teeth. There's just something about that that just disgusts me. I know. Hey, I'll tell you this. So a lot of people don't realize this, but in, in Paradise, Evan, for whatever reason, was the king of Paradise. And he had his own suite. Um, which mean, meant he had his own bathroom, and I made like an alliance with Evan um, that I could so I could use just his bathroom because he had his own like master bath in paradise. Yeah, I never saw the secret corridor he had. Where was it? Um, you remember when we would get lined up to go do rose ceremony, and we'd all be like in one long big line. Um, you mean before we'd head over to the other side of campus? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like we had just gotten finished dressing. We were, and they, remember they they line us up and get to wait for a long time. Yeah, you're making me nervous just talking about this. Oh, sorry. But you remember what I'm talking about, <laughs> yes, right? Like you're yes. on the steps waiting to walk down. Yeah. It was like that. So if you were if you were looking at the ocean on the steps. Um, it was the, a corridor to the right. Everyone that's listening is like, I don't give a shit about. Oh what yeah, we don't. About, need, but... We, they don't need these details. But that's where it was. Yeah. So you, yeah, you and Evan shared your own poop toilet. Basically. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I think I think Evan was like really strongly trying to get me to come to Mexico, and I really didn't want to do it. Yes, I know. And I remember, yeah, and I remember being like, dude, um, if I come, like you've got to have my back. And I remember getting there. And I was like, Evan, I'm here. Like your buddy showed up because because Evan and I are good good buds. And I was like, I'm gonna need something from you. And he was like, he's like, name it, anything you need. And I was like, I need access to your sweet bathroom. <laughs> That's awesome. That is actually the exact thing I would ask for. It's such a concern while you're there because there's no privacy. You guys listening, you don't even know. There's basically like a curtain that gives you a little bit of privacy when you go to the bathroom, but there's no ceiling, so you can hear plops. And if somebody has diarrhea, forget about mm-hmm. it. It's super oh, yeah. embarrassing. And there's crabs everywhere, like, judging you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, we have certainly gotten off the kissing topic. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you, Wells, for joining us. This was great. This is so good. Are you surprised that our conversation moved to, to duty talk at the end of it? <laughs> Not really. It's really ironic because the last episode of the I Don't Get It podcast was all about parp- parping, um, farting and pooping in relationships and whether Ooh. or not you're an advocate of that. Are you, else? You know, it's funny. I, I don't know if I... Uh, I, I probably farted in front of ex-girlfriends collectively three times in my life. Okay. That's so I, I'm a big proponent of, of the fart walk where I will. I, I remember will f- this in paradise. Yeah. You were open that you were doing a little, uh, a wafting away. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm super like cordial in the fact that I'm walking away from everyone and farting, but also I'm letting everyone know that it's happening. <laughs> so, I, I think I'm a big honesty is the best policy situation. So I think it's totally fine to fart in front of people, but I think that you should give them the common courtesy of like just walking away from them. All right. So my theory is that if you really are bloated and you had too much dairy, you know, you had really like a quesadilla or something, beans, Mexican, whatever, Mm -hmm. and you just cannot keep it in throughout the night, go to the other couch, put a blanket on top of each of of yourself, and then Mm -hmm. just say like, don't come over here. I just need to stay under this blanket for a while. So you're just Dutch ovening yourself over there? Exactly. Yes. That's good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, way to take this from romantic to discussing, but people love it all. So thank you for joining me, and um, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. What we, oh, yeah, in L.A. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Talk all to you right, later. Ash. Thank you, Wells. Miss you. Love you. Carl, Carl just yelled <laughs> just and said, said goodbye bye. as well. Yeah. All right. Well, miss you. Love you. Bye, Carl. See ya. See ya. I don't get it.